Hi, everybody. Are you enjoying the Aesop's Fables? Well, good, because here's some more. The Stork and the Cranes A flock of cranes saw a lone stork nesting in a tree. Come with us, they called as they flew by. We're going to a field where there is tender grain to eat, as much as you can hold. Eagerly, the hungry stork flew with the cranes to the field. But before any of the birds had so much as taken a bite, a farmer crept up behind them and threw a heavy net over them all. Oh, please, cried the stork. Let me go. I'm a stork, you see, not a crane like the rest. I don't belong with this flock. You may be innocent, replied the farmer, but you kept company with thieves, and now you'll share their punishment as well. The moral of the story? You are judged by the company you keep. The Milkmaid and Her Pail A milkmaid was walking down the road, balancing on her head a bucket full of fresh, sweet milk. And as she walked, she was busy daydreaming. Milk this rich, she thought, will surely give plenty of cream. I'll churn the cream into fresh white butter, and I'll take the butter to market. After I sell it, I'll buy a dozen eggs, and soon I'll have a dozen chickens running around the yard. I'll sell the chickens for a good price, and with the money, I'll buy myself a new dress, a green one with lace, to wear to the fair in the summer. Oh, and when the miller's son sees me in that dress, he'll beg to dance with me, but will I let him? Never! When he asks me, I'll just toss my head like this. As the milkmaid tossed her head in scorn, her wooden bucket fell to the ground and split in two, and so the milkmaid had nothing. No dress, no chickens, no eggs, no butter, not even the milk she had to start with. The moral of the story? Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. The Gnat and the Bull A gnat flew busily through a meadow full of wildflowers. Halfway across, he saw a great bull peacefully grazing. I'll just take a moment's rest on one of his horns, the gnat thought, and settled down for a few minutes. Then, buzzing anxiously in the bull's ear, the gnat said, Pardon me, sir. I'll be leaving now, for I've many important things to see. But I hope my weight has not inconvenienced you terribly. Why, not at all, replied the bull calmly. I never even knew you were there. The moral of the story? We are rarely as important as we think we are. The Fox and the Stork A fox was jealous of his neighbor, the stork, for her elegance and grace. He longed to find a way to make her look foolish, and at last he had an idea. My dear friend, he said, hiding his cunning with gracious manners. Would you be so kind as to join me for dinner? Why, I'd love to, replied the stork. But when the stork arrived at the fox's house, all he served her was a thin broth in a shallow bowl. The hungry stork could only wet the tip of her long beak, 
while the fox lapped up his dinner eagerly. But the stork didn't complain, for she was hatching a plan of her own. What a delicious dinner, she said politely. You must dine with me tomorrow, good neighbor. When the fox arrived at the stork's house the next day, he smelled a delicious fish soup. He licked his lips eagerly. But when he got to the table, the soup was served in a tall glass jar with a narrow neck. With her long bill, the stork drank her soup easily, but the fox could only lick a few drops from around the neck of the jar. What is this? he growled. I can't eat this and you know it. My dear friend, replied the stork calmly, I'm sure you will enjoy this dinner just as much as I enjoyed the one you served to me. The moral of the story, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The Travelers and the Bear Two men were traveling through the forest together on a lonely trail. Soon they heard a sound up ahead as if heavy feet were trampling through the underbrush. It could be a bear, one whispered with alarm and quickly as he could, he scrambled up a tall tree. He had barely reached the first branch when a huge brown bear thrust aside the bushes and stepped out onto the path. Hugging the trunk with both arms, the first traveler refused to lend a hand to his terrified companion who threw himself on the ground and prepared for death. The bear lowered its great head and sniffed at the man, ruffling his hair with its nose. Then, to the amazement of both men, the fierce beast walked away. The first traveler slid down from his tree. Why, it almost looked as if the bear whispered something in your ear, he marveled. It did said the second traveler. It told me to choose a better companion for my next journey. The moral of the story, misfortune is the true test of friendship. The Fox and the Crow One morning, a fox was trotting through the woods in search of a tasty morsel to eat. Looking up, she spied a crow perched in a tree overhead with a large piece of cheese held tight in her beak. Oh, that cheese would be just the thing for my breakfast, thought the fox. And sitting down beneath the tree, she gazed up at the crow as if hypnotized by her beauty. Loveliest of creatures, she called loudly. Your feathers shine like silk. Your wings are black as night. How bright your eyes glow. Oh, it's such a pity I've heard that you can't sing. If only you could sing just one note, you'd be the most perfect creature alive. The crow, hearing all this flattery, quickly grew vain. Why, the fox is right. My feathers are beautiful. My eyes do glow, she thought. Not sing? Why, surely I can sing and better than any common bird in the forest. And she opened up her mouth to let out a loud, Caw! Down fell the cheese, and the fox snapped it up in two bites. Thank you for my breakfast, friend, she called. I see you have a voice indeed, but where is your brain? The moral of the story? Never trust flatterers. Little Crab and His Grandmother 
Grandmother Crab was quietly resting on the seabed when Little Crab scuttled by. Foolish child, she scolded. Why are you walking sideways like that? You should always march straight ahead and show the world you're proud to be a crab. Now, Little Crab was proud to be a crab, and he wanted the world to know it. Show me how, Grandmother, he cried, and I'll never walk any other way. With great dignity, Grandmother Crab stood up, but when she took a step, she could only go sideways, just like Little Crab. And when she tried again, she tripped and fell with a thump to the ocean floor. Grandmother Crab sat up stiffly. On second thought, Little Crab, she said, a true crab should always be very proud to walk sideways. The moral of the story? Practice what you teach. The Dog and the Bone A dog carrying a bone looked over the edge of the bridge and saw his own reflection in the water below. Look at that dog, he thought. Why, the bone he's carrying looks much bigger than mine, juicier too, and full of meat. If only I could have that bone as well. If I bark as loud as I can, maybe that will scare him into dropping his bone and running away. But as he opened his mouth to bark, his own bone fell with a splash into the river, leaving the foolish dog with nothing at all. The moral of the story? Don't give up what's real for what isn't. and the fox. One evening at sunset, a rooster flew up to his favorite perch in a tall pine tree. He had barely tucked his head beneath his wing when he heard something stirring below. He peered out and saw a fox sitting on the ground, panting excitedly. Hello, friend rooster. Have you heard the news? The fox called out. What news? asked the rooster suspiciously. A truce has been declared, replied the fox. All the animals have chosen to live in peace. Even the lion and the wolf agreed. I came at once to tell you. Won't you come down so we may embrace his true friends at last? But the rooster was too old and wise to trust a fox so easily. And he decided to put the fox's words to a test. Why, of course I'll come down, the rooster answered. But tell me, friend fox, did the dogs agree to this truce as well? Of course, of course, answered the fox, licking her lips. Then those two dogs that I can see from here, remarked the rooster, craning his neck, must be coming to celebrate with us. This way, over here, he called loudly. Dogs? Oh my, stammered the fox. I I'm afraid I can't stay. My children are waiting for me at home. We must celebrate another time. And the fox was off as fast as she could run. The moral of the story? Tricksters are easily tricked. Have you been enjoying the fables of Aesop? I'm so glad you have. You can go to your local library and check out the book for there's many, many more Aesop's fables. <laughs>